0: Listening to Folk Tales. And don't forget, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and all of the major listening platforms. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Folk Tales. Tonight, we have Amanda Rose back on the show, and you might remember her from our very first interview. And I mean, technically, only interview right now, but we will be getting more soon. <laughs> um, stay tuned for those. And we had a conversation with her where she talked to us about her journey as an actor. And we have her tonight to here to talk to us about her currently published books. Well, one in particular is what we're going to be talking about. And we will come back to the rest of them later on dates to be determined. In the season, (laughs) yes. So welcome back, Amanda. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So good to have you here. It's great to be here. Thank you. Thanks so much for doing the show. Thank you. Cool. Okay, so let's dive into it. Um, Thing one, tell us a little bit about your journey as a writer, specifically in regards to how you got into writing fiction. Yeah. Um, for me, just
1: writing was always a natural thing. I really liked English in school. It came really naturally. And um, growing up, I loved video games. And I loved video games with really good stories, RPGs, or role-playing games, if you're not familiar with video games. <laughs> and um, and so for me, it was just something that I always had a really big passion for. And I love the Final Fantasy series um, as a teenager. So... That kind of sparked my imagination to get into writing um, fiction and science fiction, and specifically dystopian science fiction. (laughs) So yeah, that was kind
0: of, kind of just led there very naturally. Hmm. Hmm. And there was also, if you don't mind me asking Mm. about it, what was the new, the other term that you recently learned about the kind of fiction that you're writing specifically. Right.
1: Um, yes, as we were talking about earlier, yeah. um, space opera. Although that is in relation to my second book because okay. that yeah, okay. it doesn't work with the first one. Actually. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. It's all good.
0: <laughs> totally forgot. I just love that term so much, space opera. Space opera. I can wait to get into that. <laughs> it's not actually space opera, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay, so let's talk about the first book in your fiction series. What is it called? Tell us the title and tell us a little bit about what it's about.
1: Yeah, so um, the first book in the series is called Fire, Fury, Freedom. And um, it is set in um, well, on, on a planet that's not Earth, so it's it's really just instantly science fiction at that in this world. Um,
0: <laughs> zing, zing. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So I mean, really, the the main theme with this book um, was getting into global warming and the effects of extreme global warming and what that could do to a planet. Um, so in this in this world, um, there was a big war that happened, and after the war, the winners had stayed in the continent that they dominated, and had established a company, which is called the CDFP. And they have basically, even though they're a company, it's like they're kind of the government at the same time. Mm -hmm. So um, it's one of those kind of like dystopian environments. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of the livable areas uh, are domed cities. So anywhere outside of these domed cities, it's, you know, the sun is coming down, there's radiation, there's very little ozone left. It is major survival out there. Plants are pretty much non existent. Animals have been irradiated. They're in like horrible conditions. So it's one of these things where when you're outside, traveling outside those domes, it is life and death. Yeah. Um, So the story focuses around um, a guy named Mac, and he used to work for the CDFP in their military division. And he had some negative experiences, which kind of like pop up throughout the book as we start to see his past. And he is on a mission to, like, take them down and try and undo the damage. Because it's very clear that this global warming is hitting a critical point where mm. it's going to just make everything extinct. So they are really on a journey to save the planet. So as they embark on this, it's like this complete survival journey. They're trying to outwit and outmaneuver the CDFP military as they go along. They're trying to survive the elements. They're trying to understand why and how to undo this global warming catastrophe. So it's it's really the, one of these, like nail biting journeys, this big saga as you're going through it. This is very exciting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hadn't heard um that much information from you about the book yet. FYI, I have not gotten to it yet, but it's on my list. So that like that was so interesting <laughs> to hear. And that sounds really exciting. And like, yeah, don't give us any more yeah, yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah, gotta keep it a surprise when you read it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty. It's it's pretty much a thrill ride the whole way through. Cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. That is so fantastic. Yeah. Okay. And also, just for the record, I have read Amanda's writing in her other works, but we'll talk about that in a different episode. And she's a fantastic writer. Oh, thank you. And full of a lot of heart. So. Yes, and I'm really excited because I am a little bit of a science fiction fan. Um, Maybe a little more, a little bit. (laughs) Okay, so that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. So exciting
1: to talk about it. (laughs)
0: Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, how long did it take you to write it? That's
1: a good question. Um, It took... Ugh, took a little bit under a year two to write the initial uh, manuscript for it. Um, it is a really long book uh, published it's five hundred pages so it's it's a big boy book <laughs> <laughs> a big boy
0: book <laughs> yeah and not a bedtime book no, not a bedtime <laughs> well, it
1: depends on if you like having really interesting dreams, I suppose
0: sure that's fair <laughs> yeah and you know what uh, yeah. yeah who doesn't like having interesting dreams? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I just meant, like, you probably won't be able to put it down. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a pick it up and stay up until, like, 3 a.m. and then wonder, do I sleep or do I keep reading? (laughs) Do I make coffee? Yeah, it's not a bad idea. (laughs) Cool. Okay, so, and um, currently you're finishing up writing total production of the sequel. Yes. Can you tell us the title and maybe a little bit about the, the plot
1: for the second one? Absolutely. Um, I'm really excited. Um, this one uh, is Fire, Fury, Frontier. and mm-hmm. It is a sequel, um, but it is set over 200 years in the future from the first book. So the first book can be read completely as a standalone. Um, Fire, Fury, Frontier is going to be the first book in a very long series that's going to be coming out. Um, picking up where the last book left off, I don't want to dive too much into it, but it is a space opera. It is taking place in space instead mm-hmm. of actually planet side. Um, so, okay. we're going to get to see a lot of really interesting character relationships. We're going to see what happened after all of the uh, chaos in the first book <laughs> um, and how that's played out for humanity and uh, that kind of thing. So, yep. it's, it's going to be really exciting to see that. And that's the one that we were talking about the space opera. So, Um, yeah, as as we know, there's like so many different genres for books and oh my God. Um, and, and within the science fiction genre space opera and, and that's really where we're looking at things in a really broad spectrum and how things are affecting not just one very small group of people, but how it's affecting people, uh, grand scale. So it's, it's very exciting. I would say it's, um, for those of you who are familiar with, uh, The Expanse or James S.A. Corey's books, um, from the... The series that he had made into the TV show The Expanse. Um, or I shouldn't say Heat because it's actually two writers that work under that pen name. But anyway, making <laughs> it, it, it easy, let's just to say Heat. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really a liken to that in some ways uh, on the grand scope of getting to see so many different character perspectives and without dropping too much, maybe getting to see some other worldly cultures. So, you know, it's going to be pretty exciting. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds like the plot thickens Oh my gosh
1: <laughs> Get ready <laughs>
0: yes. yes That's fantastic So how long have you been working on that one? Uh, really, it was really exciting to see how fast that one came together
1: yeah. um, and, and really, uh, in the grand scope of things uh, It's come together in about four months So really, um, very quick production turnaround for this one mm-hmm. um, And we should see it coming out in early 2019
0: Congratulations. Thank you. That, that is huge. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. It just, um, it kind of sounds like, you know, you, you, you built the, you, you got all of the tools that you needed and all of the supplies and ingredients that you needed to build a fire and you built this fire and you're just stoking it. Just keep adding in some kindling, and yep. Yeah. That's fantastic.
1: Absolutely. I, I feel like, um, especially when we're working on series, once we have that mm-hmm. initial foundation and we have this really interesting universe we're working in, it's so easy to propel off of that and to get into more stories and deep character connections and, yeah. and world-building beyond the the initials. Really exciting. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, okay, um, curveball question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As an actor... How, you know, what is, what has this journey been like writing and creating characters and and then writing about them and, and exploring their growth? What is, how has that kind of been like as an actor? That's, um, that's a really good question. I think, um,
1: I think as actors, we really relate to people and empathy and understanding the human condition Mm -hmm. and, and the perceptions of the world and the different aspects of ourself within different people, because we, especially as actors, I find we tend to, um try to put ourselves in other people's shoes yeah. and understand the struggles and that we see like even even the villains per se as you know a, what is their plight because a villain never sees themselves as a villain mm-hmm. they have just their own perspective of the world yeah. and i think that that puts us in an interesting perspective to understand that there's no black and white it's all gray and and that really just gets us to see this greater scope of who we are as human beings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you for a good question. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't thought about it earlier. I was just like, um, because you, you know, you came back to talking about how the sequel is, you know, going to really explore that. And I was just thinking, like, I wonder what that has been like for you as an actor. So no. I thought I would ask <laughs> you. <something laughs> that's neat. Cool. Okay. Um, and so last question that I have. So just heads up, everyone. Murray, my cat, is on the couch with us. And he's maybe being like the tiniest bit distracting. Because he's <laughs> just so cute and fluffy. He is fluffy. I will let Amanda pet him, though. <laughs> and I will get back to my job. Um, so what's, what's, um, what's next for the series? Uh, really, with um, Fire for Your Frontier,
1: this series is going to be picking up where it left off so um we're gonna be continuing really like right from where it cuts off at the end of the book um mm-hmm. to pick up without giving too much away it's a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end of that book uh-huh. but i promise you i'm gonna be writing my butt off to get the next one out not too long after the first one promise <laughs> well and i mean
0: <laughs> you got the second one done in like four months do you yeah say?
1: yeah and i mean full production to um yeah. To get them out, I mean, six months out. So, I mean, yeah. it technically won't be that long of a wait um, because the, the writing will start pre-production before, before this one's even yeah. available. So it won't be a huge wait.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, I can vouch for Amanda 100%. She writes every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Without fail. <laughs> yeah. She's so dedicated and just pushes herself to do it and it's very inspiring. Thank so, you. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Okay, so that is kind of all that we have, so we can totally wrap up. Yeah. Um, before we kind of move into just, like, wrapping up, is there anything that you wanted to kind of mention about Fire, Fury, Freedom, or the sequel? Oh, um, good question. Um, I feel like
1: I dropped a lot of really juicy tidbits in there, and I don't want to give away too much because I, I feel like as a reader, I really like to experience things firsthand. I mean, you want you want to know what you're expecting, but you you really want to like just juicy little bits. Yeah. Um. But definitely, if anybody's um, you know, looking to kind of get a little bit more of an insight, um, it, one wonderful thing we've got with Amazon is you can do the like peek inside the book, so you can read the first few pages. Yeah. and Get a get a little bit of a, a taste while you're waiting for it to
0: arrive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is fantastic. Yes. (laughs) Okay, wait. So when can we expect the sequel? Uh, Sequel, you should be able to expect it late January or early February 2019. And that is Fire, Fury, Frontier. Yes. Right. And so the first one is Fire, Fury, Freedom. And it is currently available on Amazon. Yes, Amazon. uh, If you're
1: in Canada, you can also check uh, indigo.ca, so you can get your plum points. And in the States, um, you can also look at Barnes & Noble if you prefer to shop there. So lots of different online outlets to get it at. It's available worldwide on Amazon. So anywhere like that, by all means, check it out. Um, Some local places in Kingston, Ontario also carry it. So...
0: Like a novel idea downtown Um, on the Street.
1: And um, if they've still got enough copies left, Indigo um, might have it at the Catarockaway Town Center.
0: Because she just did a book signing there last weekend, and it was fabulous. And I don't know if any of you had caught it, but if you saw a gorgeous, stunning, red-haired woman there (laughs) sitting at the table with her books, that was Amanda. Thank you. Yay! (laughs) Wonderful. (gasps) Beautiful. Awesome. Ah, yay! Um, Yeah. (laughs) Thanks so much, Amanda, and Yay, thank congratulations. You. Thank you. Yay! And we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Cool. High five. High five. Yay. Woo. <laughs> We're like dancing over yeah. here. We have fun. Yeah. We have fun. We just we drink coffee and we have a great time. Yeah, it's the it's the ca- caffeine guys.
1: It's the get on the caffeine train.
0: It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us tonight on Folktales and until next time have a great day bye bye